Thanks for joining us today on the Revolution Church Podcast. If you have any questions or want to learn more about us as a church, you can check us out online at therevolutionchurch.com. Our prayer for you is that you would discover God's unchanging love and see what he can do through you. Today, let's jump into week number one of our new series, Ready, Set, Go. Good morning, Revolution Church. I am so glad to be with you. My name is Dino and I am the lead pastor of this church, and we are together in some uh, historic times. Um, I know you're watching from home. A lot of you are used to being in a church, but today we're bringing a church right to you, and we're still going to have a great time. What an amazing time we live in, just uh, like Dan said earlier. People are in churches all around the world. And I love what he said in the opening. You are the church. We are the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. And this is what I know about this season. Anytime the church is pressed, the church rises. And here's why I know that. Because Jesus himself said, the gates of hell will not prevail against his church. And so we're going to get through this together. But how we get through this together really, really matters. And as I was, I've been praying about this and just thinking about the season that we're in, and you know, reading headlines just like you, seeing things on Facebook, hearing reports of uh, grocery stores that are that are empty, and hospitals that are filled to capacity. Um, just the thought of millions and millions of kids not being in school but having to stay home with their parents, that is something we all need the grace of God for right there, moms and dads. But just thinking about all of this, I couldn't help but, but think to myself, um, what is going to be our mindset going through this? How are we going to get through this? What are we setting our focus on as we get through this? And so the inspiration for this message came the other evening when I was at my daughter's track meet. And so there she was in the starting line, okay? And and she's loosening up and getting ready and getting into position and trying to stay focused and trying to stay loose and the way they stretch, the way they jump and the way they do all of those things, it's really awesome to watch. But then the announcer says, ready. And when he says ready, they get into position. Then he says, set. And when he says set, they set in position in a runner stance and they're listening for the gun, which means go. And as soon as they hear that gun, bam, they're off to the races and they're off to the races with every intention to win. And so as I watching this race and was watching my daughter run that 200, I thought to myself, wow, this really needs to be our mindset as we're going through this season. This really needs to be our mindset as we're dealing with this worldwide chaos, this worldwide pandemic, which is very real. This needs to be our mindset. So how are we setting our mind to get through this? So I'm gonna call this message, ready, set, and go. How are we getting through this? Ready, set, Go. All right, so join me with prayer, and then we're going to get into the message today, okay? So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you and I praise you for the opportunity to share your word. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will use me today to bring comfort, to bring peace to those who are watching, to to allow uh, people to hear the word of God and to be blessed by the word of God and to do something with what they're hearing. Holy Spirit, I know that in and of myself, I have nothing to give 
but I know that it's you speaking through me. They can bring life change. They can bring healing. They can bring salvation. And so forth, I submit myself to you, and I ask you, Lord, today to speak through me as we minister this message to open hearts. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Ready, set, go. How are we setting our mind to get through this? All right, so what is our mind set on, okay? Because it can be set on headlines. It can be set on photos of, like we said, empty uh, uh, stores. We can't get toilet paper. <laughs> that seems to be the big thing. I don't understand why it's easy like this. It's toilet paper. This is the thing that's the biggest shortage, okay? So but whatever the case is, what is it that our mind is set on? And so I want to offer to you a challenge today. What you set your mind on, you can do. What you allow your mind to be set on, you can accomplish. So we can either allow our mind to set itself, or we can on purpose set our mind on the things that God has for us. This is amazing. Because here's what I found out, even in my own life, that if I allow my mind to just wander and to just be give, and given to the headlines and given to all of the, the different things that are happening all around us, which is very, very real, then fear can set in. Anxiety, stress, all of the things that will shut down our success. Because remember, we want to run this race to win. We want to get through this season to win, right? Coronavirus has nothing on Jesus. Coronavirus has nothing on believers in Jesus Christ. And that's who I believe we're talking to right now. People who believe in Jesus and people who want to set their mind on Jesus to get through this. So the scripture I want to use right now is found here in Colossians chapter 3. If you have your Bibles or your phones, or your tablets. Let's read this together. Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. I love what this says. It says, If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. So there's an admonishment here to seek first the things that are above, where Christ is sitting. Now this is awesome, because if you're a believer in Jesus, whether you realize it or not, in the book of Ephesians, the Bible says that we are seated in heavenly places. So one of the reasons why we seek those things that are above, because we are actually seated with him there. What does that mean? That means you and I have the promise of being able to get through seasons just like this and rest seated there with Jesus, under his arm, listening to his instruction, listening to his wisdom. We're going to get into all this. This is awesome. We are seated in heavenly places with him right now, which is the reason why it says there in verse 2, set your mind on things that are above. I'll say it again. Set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. Because look what it says here in verse 3. For you have died and your life is now hidden with Christ. This is awesome. We can set our mind on things that are above now, our mind set, right? on Jesus and his promises and the things that he has for us to help us push through this and run this race successfully. Or we can set our mind on things below and be driven like a ship that's in the middle of the ocean in a terrible storm and just being battered to and fro. Friends, I want you to know God's promise to us 
is that if we set our mind right, we're going to get through this, and we're going to get through this together. Now, there's something here in verse 3 that I want to focus our attention on. It says here, for you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ. What this means is that when you become a Christian, you literally become alive unto God. You come into right standing with God. Apart from your performance, apart from anything that you do, when you receive Christ, the Lord says you're in right standing with him. And so I, I believe what this says here, and your life is hidden with Christ, the reason why it says this is because we really don't understand if we're really hidden in Christ, what does that mean? And so what I want to offer you today is this. There are some things that are not hidden to you and I any longer because we are in Christ. And we're going to discover some of those things here today. So, And these things that we're going to discover today, they're going to help us to change our mind or develop a mindset to get through this time, all right? The next week, I'm going to give you four mindsets, four things that we can set our mind on to get through this period of time, all right? So right now, today, we're going to uncover a few things. This, the scripture says that we are hidden in Christ. I love this. We are hidden with him. Hidden is an intimate thing. Hidden is something that's very close and very endearing. And I believe it is, it is God's will for uh, for his things, the things that he has for us, the promises that he has for us to be full disclosure, to be fully transparent to us so this way we can reach them, we can lay hold of them and have the right mindset as we get through this, okay? So the first thing that I want you to see that's hidden, that we're hidden in Christ is found in Philippians chapter 3 and verse 20. I love this. You're going to love this. It says this, our citizenship is in heaven now. What this is telling us is that when you are a believer in Jesus Christ, you now have a heavenly citizenship. And that is the reason why we are so strong on the promises of God. Because while we live here in the earth, our citizenship as believers in Jesus is really from heaven. I love this. And when you, are, when you have a heavenly citizenship, I want to encourage you. It's one of the things that, that are hidden that we can have, we can lay hold of the promises or the benefits of that citizenship, all right? So here's what I mean. I love to travel, and a lot of you love to travel, and, and right now, over the next period of time, we're not going to be traveling very much, okay? So, but when you do get a chance to travel, especially internationally, okay, you have to travel with a passport. And I know it's irritating, and you have to wait through lines, and, and you have to get the stamp, and sometimes you have to, you know, get the interview before you go into the, to the country. But I have to tell you, as irritating as all of that is, it's absolutely amazing, okay, the benefit of your passport when you get in trouble, all right? See, when you have the passport and you're just, you know, touring a country or doing whatever you have to do, maybe it's a business, it's really not a big deal. But it becomes a big deal when you get in trouble. Your citizenship right now is a big deal because of the trouble that the world is in, all right? But we don't have to live in trouble because our citizenship is in heaven, some of you guys know the story that years ago when I was on a missions trip in Africa, I was arrested. 
and, and I wasn't arrested for doing anything illegal. I was arrested because I was in the wrong place at the wrong time, all right? I basically took a picture of a building that I didn't know was a government building, and so the, the locals were looking for an opportunity to arrest me, and that's what happened. So I got arrested. I mean, it was the whole thing. I got arrested. I had an interview with the African FBI. I got hauled into a paddy wagon. I got hauled to the local jail, which really wasn't a jail. It was one of the most barbaric things you'd ever seen, like an old, old Western movie with, you know, guys hanging out the doors with no teeth and with a cup, and I'm walking by there, and all I kept thinking in my early 20s, my life is over. My life is finished, okay? I didn't realize this is how I was going to die, that I was going to rot in some prison here in Africa for the rest of my life. I had no idea. But when you're in a situation like that, you're full of fear. You're full of anxiety. And so I, I remember being in that uh, chief of police's office. I, we, I wasn't able to communicate to them because they were speaking their native language. All they wanted to do was arrest me and throw me in prison, okay? And so while I was doing the fingerprint thing, you know, and just doing everything, just shaking. I was by myself, shaking like a leaf, okay? In walked in a government sponsor for the crusade that we were doing there. And I tell you what, it was like a knight in shining armor. He walked in with such authority and started to address this, this, this chief of police, okay? And he started to address him in such a manner to get this guy off of his high horse about what he was about to do to me. But I will never forget these words because I understood what he was saying. This man said, the sponsor said to the chief of police, this man is an American citizen. He's an American citizen. And then he flashed my passport in front of the chief of police. And when that man saw my passport, it was like the fear of God hit him and I was released, gave him my passport, stuck in the back pocket, and I just worshiped God all the way home. When you have a citizenship of your country, one of the benefits of it is for protection. I was protected. The full uh, force of the United States government protected me that day with a piece of paper called a passport, okay? Friends, you and I are citizens of heaven now. That's what the Bible says. And we don't have a physical passport. We have a passport called the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that when you become a Christian, when Jesus comes to live inside of you, the Bible says the Holy Spirit regenerates you. And the scripture says that he is the seal. He is the seal of our salvation. When you are a Christian, you are a living heavenly passport. I'm telling you, it lives inside of you and we can enjoy the benefits of heaven today. That's one of the things that were hidden in Christ Jesus. You and I are citizens of heaven and we can tap into that citizenship, into the protection and into the provision in all of the things that God has for us today. So that's the first thing I want you to see. Set your mind on this, that even though we are here in the earth, our citizenship is in heaven, all right? Now, here's the second thing I want you to set your mind on, okay? I want you to, or I want you to see that, that we're hidden, okay? Psalm 23 says this, and it's amazing. It says, even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we're going to walk through this thing together. Child of God, listen, we're going to walk through this. It is God's will that we walk through this together in the power of the Holy Spirit, okay? But the scripture promises us right there in Psalm 23 that we can walk 
through the valley of the shadow of death and we can fear no evil. I love this. And then it goes on to say this amazing promise, yet something else that we're hidden in Christ, okay? That he prepares a table for us in the presence of our enemies. This is awesome. What does this mean? It means that Jesus... As, as, as a child of God and, and you, having a, you and I having a citizenship of heaven, we are invited to sit at the table with the Lord Jesus Christ. And even though all of these things are happening all around us, you and I have the promise of sitting there with him. Listen, we already covered that we're seated in heavenly places. We already covered that Jesus has us sitting there right next to him. We're seated at this table. And at this table, listen, is everything we need to get through this time. Everything we need is at this table. Now, the enemy is all around us, and he's going to do his part to try to assail our mind, get you to read this headline, get you to read this thing on Facebook, get you to see that there's no food in the grocery store, there's no toilet paper. How am I going to get through this thing? The enemy is going to be assailing you with doubt, with unbelief, with fear. People are dying all around you. People are, are contracting the disease all around you. The enemy is going to get you to try to think this. But because you're a citizen of heaven, I believe the thing that we are hidden is this table. We get to sit at this table, this table that the Lord has provided for us, a table that says, fear not, a table that says, I love you with an everlasting love, a table that says, I'm going to meet your need. I'm going to be your provider. I'm going to be your protector. Sit at this table. Focus on this. It reminds me of a story when Peter was asked to walk on the water. Who walks on water? This is crazy. Yet here's Jesus. He's standing on the water, and the disciples are in the boat, and they're freaking out because they think they see a ghost. And the Lord says to Peter, come. And as Peter hears the word, I mean, there's a message right here. As Peter hears the word, come, he steps out onto the water. And he starts walking to Jesus. I love this. As long as he was sitting at the table, as long he was focused on Jesus, he was walking to Jesus on the water. This is amazing. And all around him was the storm. All around him was the wind and the waves and the noise. But yet Jesus was walking on the water. He was sitting at the table. But I got to tell you, the enemy's got a loud voice, and he knows how to get to us. He knows how to assail our minds. He knows how to affect us with headlines and all of the other things. And that's what Peter did. Peter got distracted with the winds and the waves, and he heard all of this stuff. He was, listen, he started out in faith. He started out on the word come, and all of that didn't distract him. He just stayed focused on Jesus. He was sitting at the table with Jesus. But as soon as he took his focus off of Jesus, as soon as his mindset left Jesus or the Lord Jesus, and he started to look to the wind, he started to look to the waves, he started to look to the headlines, he started to look to, to the, the photos of empty stores and, and, the, and, and all of the different reports are happening all around him. The Bible says he began to sink. 
I do not believe it's God's will for us to sink right now. I believe it is God's will for us to know we are hidden in Christ. We are hidden in him. And one of the benefits of that is that we are seated at this table with the Lord Jesus Christ and we can get through this together. Our mindset has to be we could get through this together. Now, I love this. I love this too because, you know, even though Peter got caught with the headline, he got caught with what was happening all around him and he began to sink, the Lord Jesus Christ still reached out to him and pulled him up out of the water and they walked to the boat together. This is amazing. So wherever you are right now, if you get caught in a headline, you get caught having an anxiety attack, or you get caught in fear, or you get caught with not knowing where your provision is going to come from because you're hearing, you know, news of being laid off and, and, and where's, where's your paycheck going to come from? Listen, I'm telling you, if you get caught in all of that fear and anxiety, the Lord Jesus Christ loves us so much that he will reach down into that fear and into that anxiety and he will pull us up and help us walk back to that place to where we can sit right here at the table with him. I'm telling you, this is the will of God for our lives right now. Do you realize that your citizenship is in heaven? Do you realize that you are seated here at this table with him right now? Here's the next thing I want you to see that, you're, that, that, that we are hidden in. And some of you know this already. If you've been a part of Revolution Church, it's one of my favorite portions of scripture. It's found in Romans 8, verses 15 through 16. It says this, for you did not receive the spirit of slavery back into fear. We didn't receive that spirit that wants to drag us into anxiety, into fear, into, oh my gosh, what's going to happen tomorrow? We didn't receive that. We received the opposite. Watch what it says over here. But you receive the spirit of adoption, the spirit of adoption as sons and daughters by whom we cry, Abba, Father. Abba has got you. Abba wants you to know that the headlines are real. The coronavirus is real, but Abba wants to be more real to you today. Abba wants you to find yourself sitting with him, trusting him, knowing that your citizenship is from, and there's benefits that are connected to that. Because it says here, the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. God is not going to abandon us in this time. God is going to be our supernatural help. God is going to be our supernatural protector. God is going to be our father because he loves us. We have been adopted into the kingdom of God, all right? Why is this so important? Because we haven't received that spirit of fear. But the scripture says in 2 Timothy, we've received the spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. We've received the understanding that the power of the Holy Spirit covers us, that the love of the Father, the, the love that the Father has for us is very real, and that perfect love that he has for us is supposed to be the thing that drives out all fear, all anxiety. Here's what I want you to do. When the, when, when the headline hits you, or when what you see something on Facebook, or you hear a report, or you're... Or you're you're holed up in your house for this period of time. I want you to see this, that perfect love, the, the perfect love that the Father has for you is the thing that's going to push away all the fear, all the anxiety, 
all the stress. It's going to push it all away. And he's going to literally carry us through this because you are his child. That's another thing that we're hidden. And here's the last thing I want to uh, end with today, and I want you to get this, okay? And it's found in uh, 1 John chapter 4, verse 17. And it says this, all right? Love has been perfected among us in this. Listen, I've just said it. God loves you perfectly. He loves you perfectly. You don't have to do anything to earn his love or to perform for his love. He loves you perfectly. You know why? Because God loves Jesus perfectly. And if God loves Jesus perfectly, then guess what? He has to love you perfectly. Yes, he loves you perfectly apart from your performance apart from maybe the anxiety you got caught in, apart from maybe the headlines that are driving you crazy. He loves you perfectly. And the idea is this, is as we know that he loves us perfectly, the confidence will come inside of us to turn off the headlines, to turn off the fear, to turn off the anxiety, and to stay focused on him like Peter did that day and make it all the way to him. We started out by saying, ready, set, go. It is the Father's desire that we make it through this together. But you have to understand this that perfect love, God loves us perfectly. And I want you to get this last promise here before we pray. I love this. I love this. It says right here that we would have boldness in the day of judgment. Now, this is talking about the day that we stand before the Lord at the end of our life, okay? But right now, you can apply it to where we are right now. The whole world is in this panic, is in this fear, is in this apprehension, this concern about tomorrow, okay? But he says here that we would have boldness, boldness in this day, child of God, mom who's home with children, the dad, you don't know where your paycheck's going to come from. The, the employer, you don't know where business is going to come from. I think about the restaurant owners that are in fear and distress. Everything they have went into this restaurant and people can't come out of fear or now threatening closure. Listen, it's very real. All of that is very, very real. But let me offer you something that is more real. The love that God has for you is more real. And it says it is, it is perfect. It is perfected is what it says. And it's supposed to give us boldness. It's supposed to give us confidence that I know in the middle of all of this chaos, somehow God is going to provide. Somehow God is going to meet our needs. Somehow God is going to protect us. I'm thinking about one of the local Chinese churches here that we have relationship with and we just called to check on them to see how they were doing and just say is there anything that we could do for them and pray for them and here's what they said first of all they said thank you very much and we've been standing on the word of God we've been standing on Psalm 91 for our family in China okay but they said they wanted wants to know that that congregation listen did not have one person that they were connected to in China that was infected by the coronavirus that's where the epicenter started not one person, because they said they claimed the promises of Psalm 91. They claimed the promises of God's love in the middle of this season, and not 
one of their people have been infected. This is amazing. This is the confidence that we have. I hope it's the confidence that you're getting that we're hidden in Christ Jesus. And I want to leave with this last promise right here, all right? Why can you have this boldness? Why can you have this confidence? Because, notice what it says here, because as he is, so are we in this world. Let this promise get into your heart right now. As Jesus is, as he's seated in the heavenly realms, as he's protected, as he's living in the comfort of heavenly father, as he's living in the comfort of heaven, the scripture promises us, so are we in this world. This is what this is telling us, that the same way God is protecting Jesus, God wants to protect you. The same way God loves Jesus, God is loving you. If he loves Jesus any more than he loves you, then he wouldn't be just. God loves you. And as Jesus is, so are you right now. Jesus isn't suffering with fear and anxiety, looking at negative reports. No, he's praying for you. I'll tell you that right now. He is praying for you. The scripture says he's making intercession for you. But the scripture says that as he is, so are we in this world. Friends, do you believe that Jesus is loved by the Father? Then you have to believe the Father loves you. Do you believe that Jesus is protected by the Father? Then you have to believe that Jesus is protecting you and that the Father is protecting you. We are hidden in Christ. What is our mindset going to be? My hope today is that I've encouraged you to have the mindset that you are hidden in Christ. You're not going to go through this alone. You're not going to go through this with fear and anxiety and all of the other things that Satan is trying to put on the world. But we're going to go through this together because as he is, so are we in this world. You may be watching right now, maybe for the first time, and you've never heard these things. And i got to tell you, where it begins, that we're hidden in Christ, is making sure that Jesus lives inside of us, that we have received Christ that we're saved, that we have received that citizenship. I'm not talking about, you know, hearing a cute Sunday school story about Jesus, or like you've heard me say many times, I was raised in a super religious environment. We were told about Jesus, but we really didn't understand these things. It wasn't until the day when I was a junior in high school, when somebody asked me the question, have you received Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? I answered, I haven't been water baptized. She said, I'm not talking about water baptism. I'm talking, have, do you have a personal relationship with Jesus? I said, I go to church. She said, I'm not talking about if you go to church. Do you have a personal relationship with Jesus? And then I said, well, what does that mean? And she said, well, do you know that you can talk to him just like we're talking right now? Do you know that, that you can have an eternal confidence that when you leave this earth that you'll be with him forever and ever? Do you have that confidence? I said, no, I don't. All those years that I was raised in religion, all those years I was raised in tradition, I didn't know this. And she said, I'd love to pray with you. And I, she prayed with me over the phone, okay? You don't have to be in person. We can pray with you through this live stream right now. If you haven't received Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, I want to agree with you. I want you to come into citizenship. Understand that that's 
what God has for you. And if you're watching and you say, you know, I'm full of fear and I'm full of anxiety and I've been away from God and I'm coming back to God right now and I need to recommit, then this is for you too as well. We want to agree with you as well. It is time to live as a citizen of Jesus. It is a time to understand we can sit at this table together. It is a time to understand that he loves us perfectly because we're children of God. It is a time to understand that as he is, so are we right now. And he's not a respecter. It's for you right now. Someone just said, you know what, but you know what, I got to get my act cleaned up before I can receive Christ. No, that is such a lie. He wants you to receive him to help you get your act cleaned up. Don't believe that religious lie like I did. Right now, wherever you are right now, in your living room, your home, if you're watching with a group of people, I want you to bow your head with me right now. And if you've never received Jesus Christ as your Savior, I'm going to lead you in this prayer right now. Let's bow our heads. Father, repeat these words after me. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to you and I receive Jesus Christ as my Savior right now. I believe you sent him to the earth to die for my sin and you raised him from the dead to pay for my sin. I receive you, Jesus, into my life right now. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, welcome to the family of God. If you prayed that prayer, recommitting your life, come on, welcome to the family of God. We're so delighted and so encouraged that you've joined this community with us and we just believe that God is going to do some amazing things in your life. Do me a great big favor. If you receive Christ for the first time, I want you to do me a favor. Text the word SAVED to the number that you see on your screen and we want to just send you some information, just get you started on this new life with Jesus. Not going to bombard you with stuff like Dan said earlier, not going to inundate you with a bunch of stuff. We just want to just send you some information for your next steps to let you know that we are standing with you. We're going to be believing with you in this season and that you don't have to be afraid that when life is over, you will spend eternity with God in heaven.